I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do Hello everybody and welcome to the Covenant Living Broadcast today. Glory to God. I'm David Weeder and this is my good friend and my covenant partner for 20 years Glory to God. <laughs> Mike Canaday, welcome to the broadcast, It's sir. an honor to be here, brother. Uh, it's an honor to have you. part of your broadcast. Praise God. Now, Mike and I have a, have a unique, well, I don't know about unique, but we have a slightly unusual relationship and position in the fact that my spiritual father is Kenneth Copeland, as you all know. Well, Brother Copeland's spiritual father was Brother Robert's. And his mentor in the Word of Faith That's right. was Brother Hagen. Yes, sir. That is correct. Well, Mike, he serves much in the same capacity as I serve Brother Copeland. He serves Brother Keith Moore. Yes, sir. Whose spiritual know. father was Brother Hagen. And so we have this, this um, compounding... <laughs> heritage of faith. faith and man when we get together we preach at each other we yes, talk faith we, we talk healing we Edifying. talk i mean we just build each other up and the preach and God, teach and word. so we're just gonna do that right now and we're gonna uh we're we're here on location in branson missouri Glory to God. and so you'll hear the the riverboat sounds and you'll hear birds and you get to see the, the glorious trees in the background. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. We're both in town. Uh, the Branson Victory Campaign, Brother Copeland's meeting, Glory. happens to be taking place right now. Now, you won't see this until considerably later than that. But uh, So hopefully you'll enjoy the background sounds, but focus in on the teaching. <laughs> That's right. We're going to be... Listen to the anointed word. Amen. We're going to be teaching something that is so near and dear to my... Uh-oh, which, I didn't, I didn't start the timer. You know how that goes once I get going. I better start this thing. Yeah, we're live. We'll so, preach all day. <laughs> so anyway, something that's near and dear to our hearts, and we've talked about for many years, and it, it's something that has the Lord's dealt with us several times on because we see a lack of it in the, in the church and in the body of Christ today yes, to a large degree. And we believe it's coming back, and we're going to do our part to teach on it so that to make sure that it stays. But that is a lack of honor and respect to our fathers and elders in the faith and in the things of God. Um, the Word has a lot to say about this. A lot to say about it. So, we're going to read several scriptures just back to back right here to form a foundation. And then we're going to launch off and just talk about this. Mike's going to interject some things that the Lord gave him about this. And um, we'll see whether we can get it all squeezed into this broadcast or whether we end up doing another one or it's whatever the Lord wants. Amen. Amen. So, first of all, if you don't have your Bible, hit pause and go get one because I want you to put your eyes on this. And when you come back, hit play. But we're going to go ahead. You may want to grab a pen Pen. and highlight it. Yeah. Because this is stuff that will change your life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So grab, now that you got your Bible, turn with me over to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. 
And we're going to look, now we're going to be coming, you might want to put your marker there in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, because we're going to be coming back and looking at some very specific things as we go along. But right now I want to focus on verse 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, or in the anointing, in the anointed one, yet have you not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Glory to God. So here we're talking about Paul is speaking as a father in the faith, begetting people in Christ in the gospel. So what does the word have to say about fathers? This is where we're going to start off on this. Turn over to Ephesians chapter 6. Why you're turning, I would like to ask you a question. We, when, when Brother Doc here started the broadcast, he talked about our fathers in the faith and their fathers in the faith. I'd like you to think about who is your father in the faith. Yes. We should have and be able to declare and know who God has put us under. There's a problem if you cannot say, this is my spiritual parent. And I encourage you to find out who that is and submit to them. Amen. Amen. And then, once you've allowed the Lord to locate your spiritual father, and it's really pretty simple. It's, I mean, how, how did you come into the body of Christ? And whose teaching influenced that? And whose teaching influenced you as a baby? All right? But then this is how you treat them. Ephesians chapter 6, and we'll start in verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Verse 3, that it may be well with you, and thou mayest have long, live long long on the earth. That's right. Now, we, we teach this to our children, you know, as far as a natural parents and children relationship, but that doesn't say... Honor your biological, no. natural fathers and mothers. No, we just got read. We just got done reading where Paul said, "You have ten thousand instructors, but have not many fathers. For I have begotten you." That's as much, or actually more, of a father than a biological father may be. Yes, because you are primarily a spiritual being. That is correct. Now, don't let me don't 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 get weird with this now. Obviously, we are born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed by the word of God. I'm not talking about me. I was not born again of Brother Kenneth Copeland. That's not what we're talking about at all. Obviously, our salvation comes from our God. Yes, the Father. Father. The The Father. Father. But you know the Bible talks about Lord of Lords, King King of of Kings. kings. This is our fathers in the faith, faith, not the Father of our salvation. That's right. Not the Father of our spirit, but the fathers in the faith. Faith. That's correct. If you back up just two chapters in Ephesians 4, it talks about the equipping of the saints. Yes. Well, you, my brother or sister, are saved, which means you are a saint. 
Well, to equip us, the Lord has put spiritual parents above us. Amen. That we may mature and grow up. Yes. In the King James, it uses the word that we may become perfect. Well, that word perfect means to become complete. Yeah. We cannot become complete and grow up without somebody correcting us, That's right. instructing us, mm-hmm. loving us, just like a baby naturally. They have to have somebody help them grow up, learn how to put their clothes on, how to tie their shoes. Yeah, absolutely. How to not be a baby and cry. The same thing with our spiritual parents. You know, one of the things that have helped me in life and ministry has just been invaluable to me. And the Lord got this through to me early on. You know, the ultimate word is the word. That That's is right. the ultimate authority. That is right. All right. But how many, how many, you know, it doesn't spell out in the word. Should I have chicken or steak tonight? That's right. Okay. So there's a lot of areas there. That, you know, you just have to be led and taught and things like that. Well, you know, a a trend, so to speak, in the body of Christ and in the church that I've seen is, you know, somebody said, well, you know, they're not God. They can't tell me what to do. Mm, That's wrong. You know, well, you know, in in the situation of, of my spiritual father, he's been in the ministry for 52 years now. All right. Yes. My lightning fast mind grabbed a hold of the fact that he may know some things about how things operate smoothly and more better through experience of those 52 years that I may not know yet. That's right. And he may conduct himself in a, in a, in a manner that's not specifically spelled out word for word here. But it doesn't go against anything here. It's in line with what's spelled out here. That's correct. Well, I can leap. If it's something that he's learned by experience in a decade or two, the first three decades of his ministry or whatever, I can leap forward exponentially. By instruction. By just following what he does, even if I don't immediately understand it. Because as I mature, you know, you can explain... The, the laws of flight. Mike and I are both pilots. He's much, much more advanced. But you know, you can, you can explain the physics of flight to a four-year-old. And you can explain it in detail. And they're they not going to understand, understand a thing you're a saying. Thing. But you can come back to that same individual in 10 years, 15 years. That's right. And you can explain the same laws That's using right. the same, same terminology. Thing. And they have matured to the point where they, they go, understand it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bernoulli principle. I get it. Shoot. I understand gravity. You can explain something to a baby in Christ. And you can show it to them in the scripture and they may not understand it right then. That's right. But if they stick with it and they allow the mentorship of their elders and their fathers in the faith and their relationship with the Holy Spirit, all of that to work together to bring that maturity about unto perfection, unto maturity of the saints. Five, ten years from now, they'll go... (laughs) That's easy. I don't know why I didn't see that before. Exactly, and we've all been through that. But God ordained a structure of authority in heaven Mm -hmm. and on earth. Yes, He did. And He did put people over us, and He tells us to submit to the authorities. Absolutely. Naturally and spiritually above us. Whether that be the police officer 
or whether that be our spiritual father or parent. Yeah. And if we are unwilling to submit to that authority in the direction they give us, we're not proven for right. promotion. Absolutely. And God has no legal right to promote us. In the natural schools, a lot of kids may not be able to pass the fourth grade, but because of their age and their size, they get promoted to the fifth grade. Well, God doesn't do that for his children. We'll right. stay in the fourth grade until we're 70, 80 years <laughs> right. old unless we pass these tests. That's right. And our spiritual parents have been put in that position to instruct us, mm -hmm. to help us grow up and mature. Right. And a, lot of it's for, and a lot of it's for our protection. It's not that God oh, doesn't want right. it's not that God doesn't want to promote us until we pass a test. It's because if you operate at that higher level, you know, we have an adversary. Yes, we do. Who's seeking whom he, he may, may devour. devour. And there's a lot of intricacies to the spiritual things. That's and right. you can open the door and allow him access to devour you and not even know, know it. it. Exactly. Until you've matured, which includes passing certain requirements that the Lord has placed in your heart. Now, I can already tell. We're going to have to do this We could do all full, I mean, we could do weeks on this. But let's go ahead. We've talked about spiritual fathers. Let's, let's shift just a little bit. Let's go to Romans chapter 13. Romans 13. Did you ever read the book? I've heard of it, but I've never read it. But um, there's a, supposedly a, a, a textbook called Roman through Romans. I have not. I've, 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 I haven't never read of it, but uh, I've heard tell it's out there. Okay, anyway. Romans chapter 13, verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues what is owed to them. Tribute to whom tribute. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. honor. Now, we already saw where we are to honor our fathers, but turn with me, honor to whom honor. Now, turn over to 1 Timothy chapter 5. I know we're looking at a lot of scriptures, but I want a, a good, solid foundation here. 1 Timothy chapter 5, and let's start in uh, verse 17. Let the elders, so it doesn't have to be even necessarily a father, in the faith. Elder. An elder. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. Now here, now we got double, but now we got especially. Those. Not just double, but especially. Yes. They yes, yes. who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture says, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn. And the laborer is worthy of his hire, of his reward. Against an elder receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. So we see, just if no other, just from that passage, we see that in the eyes of the Lord, value is Wait. to be placed. That's right. On elders. You can't even bring an accusation against an elder without two or three witnesses Witness. being in place. That's right. They're above reproach to a certain degree. They have been given a place by the Lord, a higher place, place. of esteem and They've value. Passed test. They've passed tests. They've proven themselves. Well, that's what it says there. Let the elders that rule well. That's right. They've proven themselves. They've proven the anointing on their lives, the wisdom of God operating through them to rule and oversee well, 
Now, Mike, if you would, if you notice, this tends to, even even without looking into the, the, the root word of honor, you can tell, you know, thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. This word honor, it doesn't, it, it, this one specifically talks about uh, income, That's wages, correct. and money. There's two words that come, that we have our word honor out of. Mm-hmm. One of them is kubod, and the other one is kubod. But they all start with the same root word of root, ku. Right. This one here is double pay. So our leaders are worthy of double pay, double mm-hmm. salary. As a matter of fact, the, the, some of the translations, like the News Living, says double pay. Right, yes. Yeah. But it goes on down in verse 18. When you muzzle an ox, what are you doing? You're limiting its ability oh, that's right. to receive. Yeah, that's right. You're muzzling it. They you're, don't eat. They don't have strength. Exactly. They you're can't. muzzling them. You're restricting them. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to restrict that's the good. elders. That's we're good. supposed to give them full ability, and we're supposed to help them carry out the work. Yes, sir. We're supposed to bless them. Well, what's interesting here is that same word kubod and kubod, kubod and kubod, if you go back to 1 Samuel mm-hmm. with Eli, Mm-hmm. And it talks about God honoring. Yes. It says, I will honor those who honor, honor me. me. Yes, sir. That word there doesn't mean to pay. That means those who value, esteem them, submit to them, respect them. Well, and that word honor where it talks about honoring your father. That is correct. That refers to esteem, esteem value, value, price. That's correct. So we see that where, where God is concerned, where the Lord's concerned, He attaches both. That's correct. To well, our spiritual fathers and our spiritual right. elders. Let's look at that from 1 Samuel 2.30. Okay. That was about Eli, mm-hmm. right? Eli was not stopping his children for taking the offerings That's of right. the Lord. Right. And they were dishonoring the Lord through it. And so there, it's that use there is actually both words in that chapter. Mm-hmm. Because they were dishonoring the offerings of the Lord the pay of the, that was granted to the Lord for people's offerings. But the Lord took it as not valuing him. It wasn't weighty. Well, and that carries over into the New Testament. Because right. when Saul was on the road to Damascus, and the Lord had put up with as much of this as he was, he going, was going to put to. up with, yeah. <laughs> you know, and Saul found himself... Uh, on his rear end on that yes, road. Yes, on that road. That's right. You notice Jesus didn't say, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou the church? That's right. It's me. Why are you persecuting why me? Why did you persecute Took me? Took it personal. Well, the Lord is the one that has placed our elders and our fathers in the faith in that place of value. That's right. He values them. He can't get the things done in the earth without them. They're her, they work with Him. That's right. Well, if we don't value them, then we are lightly esteeming that verse, that in, verse. In, 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 uh, in, in Samuel. Samuel. That second part of that verse. It says, I will honor uh, those, who honor, those who honor me. But the next part of that I verse is, I will esteem. lightly esteem. That's right. Now, you know, go ahead and read that. Well, the other thing is that some of them says... The, um, those who lightly esteem me, but it talks about those who despise mm-hmm. me. Yes. When you despise something, you're not valuing it. You're not recognizing the value that God has put on that person in your life or that asset 
or that situation in your life. And you are dishonoring God. So if He has put spiritual people above you as spiritual parents and you do not honor them and value them, God considers that as lack of value and honor to what He is trying to do by putting people in your life to raise you up, to grow you up, to mature you, that you can fulfill the call of God on your life. Yeah, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely correct. Now, how much time do we have left in this broadcast? Let's see. We have two minutes left in this broadcast. Cool. So um, <laughs> we're not going to get into this next part uh, on this broadcast. When you don't value what the Lord values, and there in, in Samuel we saw those who despise, I will lightly esteem. esteem. You don't want the Lord lightly esteem. No, you. you do not. You want Him to value you, to esteem you, to raise you up. And I, I did a series, I did a six-part series um, not long ago on Mark 4 where he teaches those that have ears to hear, let them hear and take heed how you meet, how you measure what you hear. Give value to, to what, what you, you hear. hear. The right. level of value that you give the word is the level of results that word is able to produce in, in your, your life. life. That's right. The level of value that you give to an elder and a father in faith is the level of impartation that that elder and father of the faith is able to impart to you and teach you and train you. That's right. If you lightly esteem that, you won't, you won't be successful exactly. in that. And here's the thing. Years ago, and this was a phrase that just absolutely, I just, oh, I had to control my flesh all the time. Because I'd hear people say this phrase. Well, you know, bless God, he puts his pants on one leg at a time just like everybody else. Yes, he does. Thank you, Lord. They're just like me. That is lightly esteeming. It is. It's dishonoring them in their place. And you know the word says, receive a prophet because he is a prophet. And you'll receive a prophet's reward. reward. If you receive that man of God, and it goes on to say, if you receive a righteous man in the name of a righteous man, you'll receive a righteous man's That's reward. Right. But it's how you receive is how you value. value it. You know, one of the most disrespectful, dishonorable things that the Lord looks at, it comes to the heart. But if you don't acknowledge somebody or their call and what they're doing in your life, you are devaluing that place yeah. that God has put. Yeah. So that word that they impart to you can't produce. No, it cannot. You just shut it off. You're right. It's, you just shut it off. It's like faith that's dead. Faith that doesn't work is dead. Yeah. Same thing with the honor. If you don't honor what God has put in you, it's dead. It's worthless. So, Mike, so we, so I think we've pretty well established the fact on this broadcast that we should honor our elders and honor our fathers. Now, how do you do that? How? What's the physical? What does that look like to do that? And that's what we're going to talk about on the next broadcast. Glory to God. Thank you for tuning in today. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Until then, this is Mike Cannaday and David Weeder reminding you that we love you and God loves you. And Jesus Jesus is is Lord. Lord.